to this podcast, SHRED. This is my acronym. This is the S-H-R-E-D, the sleep, hydration, relaxation, exercise and diet. Now, what I like about this acronym, it can mean quite a lot, but ultimately the idea of SHRED is um, it's about creating a new habit by getting rid of old ones and giving yourself the basic that you actually need to build on your compassion, build on your resilience and support yourself to make changes and do what is effective and and right for you, basically. The problem is, okay, new year, new start, new me. New year, new me. I'm going to make it 2023. I'm going to do this, 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 this and this. But then you realise you've brought into the year all of your um, unhealthy, negative, restrictive, holding you back, procrastination habits that don't get you anywhere and get you stuck in a loop because of how you're thinking and how you're believing what you're thinking and what you're doing based on what you believe, you are now in the same rut. So come end of January, you've already got back into some of the old habits. You might put it out the bag and do another week in February, but then ultimately by March, it's all out the window and you don't know how to climb back up there and you just leave it. So shred, the idea of shred, you know. So it's, it's getting back into the basics. The S is all about sleep, okay? Now, sleep, hydration, relaxation, exercise, diet. It seems pretty simple, but you'll be surprised, or maybe you won't be surprised, or maybe you can recognize how many people do not take their sleep seriously. Now, these are the basic things that you need to take seriously in order to replenish, and <laughs> can't say that without tripping over my tongue, in order to replenish and be well for yourself so you can make decisions that suit you. Sleep is your friend. Now, when I come across people in my practice or in my, you know, work in life and they tell me they got sleep problems, I already know and can see there's, if it's not a medical condition and there's no medical history based on this, this is because they have some really poor habits in going to bed. They have some poor habits in treating themselves in a particular way. Everything links to everything. Your whole body is functioning with all the other parts all at the same time and every part of your body needs the other part of your body and if you don't have a cycle of wealth that supports you then you're you're gonna get a you're gonna get a glitch every so often the wheels aren't gonna spin so well and you're gonna feel really uncomfortable now sleep is the downtime your body needs it's like your computer now I hate it whenever when I leave my computer on and I've forgotten to shut it down and the next day, oh, I've done it once for a weekend and I have this thing where I turn my computer off on the Friday and I don't want to see it until Monday. And one Friday, I think I got interrupted in my flow, didn't turn it off, realised it was on the entire weekend, which is fine. It went on sleep mode, but it didn't really sleep because it didn't get to power down and, you know, basically sort itself out. So when I read, when I turn it back on again, it's functioning at top speed. This is what sleep does. 
I hear people say crazy things like, I only get two hours or three hours sleep and I'm, and I'm done. And I'm thinking, wow, wow, that's not good. <laughs> Honestly, it's not, it, it, it can't be good. It, it's not nearly enough. And what I've noticed about people who don't get enough sleep and sometimes boast about it, they're either one of two things really slouchy and unable to really communicate and connect and distant because their mind isn't there or they're on hyper overdrive and when you have a conversation with them you find that you have to either re-explain yourself so many times because they can't comprehend what you're saying because they're going 10,000 miles an hour in their mind and I do find sometimes people who don't get enough sleep can be easy to conflict as well because they're not situated in a healthy place mentally. So they're sleep deprived. And sleep deprivation is a thing that is used for prisoners in particular places in the world in order to interrogate them. It's not nice not to have any sleep. But we get ourselves into habits where we get used to not having any sleep. So when you have the basic structure that I need a healthy sleep go-to practice that builds on your ability to make decisions. So you want your sleep to be something that you can practice on a daily basis. It's a wind down. You have a wind down, okay? You purposely have a wind down, whatever that wind down is, you know, whether it's watching a film that is not too loud, never watch the news before you go to bed. Oh my God, that can't be the worst thing you could do for your brain at any given moment is watch the news before you sleep. You have to start taking your sleep process really seriously. So you've got to shred all old behaviors when it comes to sleep. You've got to get rid of it. You've got to get rid of that phone, all right? Don't be like, get rid of the phone and chuck it out in the bin. It shouldn't be anywhere near you before you go to sleep. You shouldn't be texting, you shouldn't be watching video, it shouldn't be overstimulating your mind, that blue screen, no. If you're gonna watch a film, it's got to be one that doesn't cause you to think too much. You've got to be sleepy. <laughs> it's got to be Murder, She Wrote with Jessica Fletcher on Columbo. <laughs> or Sleeping Beauty. Or one of those family films. You know, ones where you don't have to think too much. Because you're, 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 you, you don't need your brain to work. Preferably, don't watch TV just before you sleep. Read. Listen to something soothing. Do not overstimulate yourself before you go to sleep. That also means don't eat things like chocolate and sweets and biscuits and all that stuff that's going to get you all energised and ready to do stuff. Sometimes we do get hungry before we go to bed and you might need something a bit more wholesome. But if you're going to eat that sugary food, you know, people who tell me they can't sleep, you know, we listen to all the things that they ate throughout the day. And it just makes sense that they're not going to sleep. You're not going to sleep. Not if you drink 14 cups of coffee <laughs> all the way through the day. You're not. If you live on Coca-Cola, oh my God. No, you're not going to sleep. You have to take your sleep seriously. So everything you do throughout the day is really about everything, you know, and particularly your sleep because you need it. So that's the S. Now the hydration. When I was a kid, I didn't drink water. I thought water was rude. I remember being told it was government juice. You've got to drink the government juice. No, government never gave us this. It's not government juice. 
My parents had to pay for that, you know? We turned our nose up at water, some of us, and some of us don't drink enough. You know, I know people, adults, who, um, when I ask for water, they look at me like I'm crazy. Now, I can't even drink water like that. And I'm thinking to myself, you need to. Water is life. You have to give yourself life. You need that. That's going to rehydrate you. That's going to clean your kidneys and your liver out and cleanse your body and be really great for your skin. Also, it's going to have really positive effects on your sleep. Now, I'm not saying go and drink 14 gallons of water. The recommended daily amount of water is enough. If you go beyond that, then you're probably going to find you're overstimulated. So don't overstimulate yourself. But recognise you do need it. You know, I have a rule. Um, sometimes I don't really want to drink cold water. And so I'll have like a non-caffeinated, non-caffeinated, decaffeinated, a uh, herbal tea. Just one, like a mint tea or something like that. And I'll have every a herbal tea every hour on the hour in my big mug. Particularly when I'm, when I'm doing therapy. And every hour means I've got to get another cup of tea. So I've got one one cup of tea to drink throughout that session you know and if you're seeing four or five six patients a day then you can get a good amount of um you know hydration in you and it's like having a habit that's my habit i've made that habit so i stick to it it works for me you know um that habit really supports how i sleep and how i eat and things i can do and also you need the hydration because your brain you ever feel like your brain dries out and you can't think straight? When you can't think straight, you make really bad decisions. If you don't get enough sleep, you'll make really bad decisions, unhealthy decisions. You will not be able to interpret really what's going on because your perception will be impaired. You'll be cognitively impaired when you don't get enough sleep. I don't care if you have been doing this for the last 20 years. I can guarantee you're probably making some decisions that don't serve you or finding yourself in situations that don't work for you. Whether that means you're passive or passive aggressive or aggressive aggressive. Yeah, or, or misinterpreting assertive and you're really being aggressive. You can't make good decisions when your brain isn't functioning right. You know, your mind's not functioning right. You can't make a good decision. You you haven't gone to sleep. You know, you haven't had enough enough liquid or you've had too much. So that's the that's the H. Going into the R. Now I like to use the double R, right? And we all know we don't spell shred with two R's or two E's. But that R can be swung around in two ways. So in more than one way. It's rest, it's relaxation, rejuvenation, okay? relaxation you've got to be able to relax i was watching this video on my um, feed on my on my facebook and there was this woman she was giving advice to other women saying you've got to at least spend one hour on yourself a month just one hour and i'm thinking one hour one hour in 30 odd days that's not enough you need to have a process of relaxation whether you're getting half an hour every single day, you need a process of relaxation so you can rejuvenate. Whether you do that before your bedtime, first thing in the morning, halfway through the day, 
You need it. You absolutely need it. I I love my gym. I go to a David Lloyd. Fancy fantastic. And I go about four times a week. So I get my relaxation, rejuvenation when I hit the spa. God, it's an amazing place. On the weekend, I spend a considerable amount of time in the morning there. That's my rejuvenation, relaxation, rest. I also get a bit of sleep in because they've got these hotbeds and the hotbeds are amazing and you can't help but fall asleep on the hotbed. That's another story. Now, that is so ena enabling for me, so empowering for me, particularly when I do it in the week and I, I get there really early in the morning and I do a workout and then I get into the spa and that totally supports me to rejuvenate. This is a habit. I've created this habit and this habit means I've got to effectively work at this habit. Okay. You ever notice something with habits? The bad ones are always so easy to get to. But the reason why we do the bad habits is because there's some kind of reward, whether it's smoking or eating or sleeping late or drinking Coca-Cola and feeling the sugar rush. We're getting some kind of reward from it. And sometimes creating a, a healthy habit seems like too much work of, because you start to think, what is the reward? Where I stand when it comes to shred is, um, one, there's, 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 there's no gain if you're, not, if you're not available to put the work in. And the rewards are amazing. When you're, when you're available to put the work in, the rewards really do enable you. And you feel, you know, I was going to say a million dollars, but I don't know what a million dollars would feel like because I think money is just paper. You just feel golden. <laughs> you feel like you're created by the sun. You feel bright. You feel glowed up. You feel available. You feel present. That relaxation for me is, it is important. You know, it's paramount to my well-being. Now, if you don't take time out to do something for yourself, now your relaxation might not be the spa. It could be something completely different, you know. It could be a nap, I don't know. It could be baking, I don't know. It could be anything that helps you relax. That's up to you. This is where you get to create the habit and you get to organize and you get to create a pattern because you know that when you go to that particular habit, you're going to reap the rewards. And that's what it's all about. What are the rewards and are you gonna reap them? Because when you create habits, you're either gonna do one or two things. The habit's gonna pull you down or lift you up. And you've got to be in that process of cost benefit. What is the cost of this habit? What is the cost? What's the benefit of this habit? What's the cost of me not getting enough sleep? What's the cost of me not drinking enough water? What is the cost of me not having any relaxation? I can tell you, for me, it means one, I'm not gonna be that productive. I'm gonna be tired. I'm gonna be desperate to go to bed. I'm not gonna be present. I'm probably gonna be a bit agitated. I might even feel anxious a little bit. Um, that time when I get to sit in the spa, where I get to just let everything go and be away from my phone and there's nothing triggering my anxiety and I can just unpick my thoughts, I can go through my processing, I can self-soothe, I can be compassionate. You take out this time to relax and rejuvenate so you can replenish. So sleep is similar, but not the same. So then you got the exercise, right? And the E for the exercise, energize. Exercise is so important. 
You know, I never realised how much exercise is so important. I have been an active gym goer um, in my in my mid to late twenties, in my thirties, early thirties. Never really stuck it out for too long. I never really kept a membership really for longer than probably about ten months, and then gave up. And um, I gotta say, in the last three years, I've been solid. And I've been solid in the past year of exercising consistently you know, in order to enable me, which is so interesting because the time before that year, I wasn't really working my body. I was doing something else. I was just hanging out on the treadmill, <laughs> not really knowing what I was doing. I actually didn't like what I was doing. That was a problem. Now exercise, you've got to get your body moving. You've got to think about, um, and this is why this becomes like a way of life. <laughs> it's a, it's a religion. I am telling you to practice occult behaviour, the new cult shred, in fact that's what I'm going to call this podcast, the new cult shred, shred, I mean it is your own cult, you're in charge, you know, you exercise, you've got to get your blood circulating, I mean this, I had this thing when I used to do yoga, I used to think how can I get the blood from the tip of my toe to go all the way through my body and end up like on my shoulder and I used to find that yoga was the best way to do that I used to wonder has it happened yet have I has I circulated everything is it all moving is it all shaken up is it all working for me exercise I, I fell in love with a spin bike me and the spin bike have been having this um relationship for a while now I absolutely love it I do at times struggle to get out of bed and get on the spin bike. Now, there are two ways I do this. I go to the gym or I go downstairs in the living room where my husband kindly bought me a spin bike for my birthday, which is the best thing in the world because he gave it to me two months early. <laughs> so I wanted to see if I could make this spin bike be a gift to me on my birthday by using it on a daily basis. And I've got like barrels of <laughs> re-energized fun on that spin bike. Barrels, does that make sense? Yeah. I absolutely love the effects of the exercise. Now getting up and doing it first thing in the morning is not fun. Honestly, it's not. It's a challenge every single morning. It is a challenge. But because I know the benefit the way I'm going to feel after I've used it, I know that this habit enables me, I make sure I get up and do it. And this has now become such a habit that it's something I need to do. It Using my spin bike in the morning, whether I go to the gym and do a class or use the, you know, or do a spin bike in the gym or use my own spin bike at home, it helps me really appreciate my breakfast. I really need my breakfast after. I need something good to eat. I I feel really replenished once I finish the spin class at the gym and I get to go to the spa afterwards. That just wakes me up. I feel ready and alert. And what that does as well, that gives me the right amount of energy and focus I need to do my daily activities. But by the night time, oh my God, I get the absolute best sleeps the best sleeps ever. It just feels so good. So 
find your groove for exercising. I've, I've been joining some um, hiking groups and I've been doing a few hikes as well across country and um, across the countryside, not across the country. That has been pretty eye-opener for me. Um, <laughs> going up on the mountain, I go up on Dunstable Down sometimes and I'm, I'm walking around there and I swear that air is different because <laughs> I can't drive soon after I've done a walk on the mountains. I've actually got to settle down for a little bit because it's so, it, it's exhilarating. You know, it, it actually feels like, I don't know, like you've taken something that you weren't supposed to take, you know, but all you've done is walk up a mountain and the wind has hit you and it's hit you from a particular angle and the view is just breathtaking and you're just a part of nature and the smells and all the other things that are going on. And it's so invigorating that, you know, if I go on a walk on my own and I get back into my car, I realise I need to sit down for about 15, 20 minutes and just just <laughs> get myself back down to earth because it does make me feel like I am floating up there with the fairies. It feels absolutely amazing. And um, that's another part of my exercise that I love to do and I can engage with, with the people who enjoy doing that same thing. And it just feels absolutely amazing. You can create an exercise routine that does not have to be drills. And oh, yes, and I did the PT stuff and I hated it every single moment. I don't like doing exercise that makes me feel stupid as well. Not, not going to do it, but I'm going to do something that makes me feel like I'm enjoying it and I feel good and I can keep doing it. I absolutely love that. And walking is, hiking is, oh my God, absolutely amazing for me. So it's like, find your groove, you know, and practice it regularly. And this is how you shred, because when you shred off old habits and you replace them with new ones, you know, you're actually saying goodbye to all this other old stuff and your new habits are helping you to get rid of them. You know, when you don't, when you don't have an exercise re regime, uh, go to, you know, relaxation, hydration, you can get yourself all caught up in all kinds of social activities that don't serve you. Not only that, you'd be available for nonsense <laughs> and, and, you know, make decisions and do things that just really put you in a really bad place. You don't need to do that when you do this because you'll have a routine that is set and that is set at your pace and is flexible enough for you to do on a regular basis that doesn't need any outside influence, but your engagement in it and you're in control and you reap the benefits and it's just all about you. And you keep it really, really simple. Don't make it hard. Then you've got the D. The D for diet, you know, diet, dining. It's a beautiful word, diet, isn't it? How many times have we said, I'm going on a diet and it feels like strain and pain and horrible. You know what, your diet is basically the food that you choose to help you throughout the day. In fact, your diet needs to be one for life. Your diet needs to improve your life, not depreciate your life. You need to have a diet plan that helps you live, doesn't make you survive, but helps you live so that you shred all old habits. Now, if it was up to me, these fast food companies wouldn't make much money. It seems so easy to go and spend your money in the um, in shops where you can just get food done for you. It's so simple though, when you just have like really simple food, just done simply. 
you know, you can eat it. <laughs> it's not that hard. If you're a vegetarian, there are so many ways you can make food for yourself and enjoy it. There are so many ways to do it with, um, if you're a meat eater, if you're not really into cooking, you know what? I love cooking and HelloFresh is actually pretty good for people who don't really know how to cook and pick up some really good ideas. Go for it. Get your diet to help you. You know, build a plan that really does work for you. This is about taking control. Shred is like getting rid of all the old stuff and bringing into your existence all the new stuff. Because in order to do something new, you've got to get rid of everything that is old and weighing you down. Really important. Creating a new habit takes time and energy and effort and focus. But when you make it simple, really, really simple. So imagine you just started one thing a week. You said, right, this week I'm going to focus on sleep and hydration. Okay, so you're halfway there. All right. The following week, you're going to focus on sleep, hydration and relaxation. And while you're relaxing, you're going to explore some ideas about your exercise plan. You know, how you're going to energize your body. And then the week after, you have to move the exercise and the diet into one because you realize that the two can't work without each other. And then you realize that sleep can't work without diet. Diet doesn't really, you know, can't just work by itself. <laughs> you, you need the exercise. Exercise is fantastic, and particularly alongside relaxation. After, you know, exercise, relaxation is brilliant. And hydration, you need it for all of those things. And you realise this is just a simple thread. Just simple thread. And you, you get to shred all old behaviours and generate new ones. So the idea of creating a new... New year, new me. You've got to shred all the old stuff. You've got to get rid, get rid of everything that is old and not serving you. And build on the simplicity from the ground up. Sleep, hydration, relaxation, exercise and diet. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Um, I'm just banging them out at the moment before the new year starts because um, I've got a plan to go back to podcasting twice a week. Because I kind of fell off the wagon for about 10 months. So I'm going to say I'm back. <laughs> if you'll have me. My name is Desiree Shaw. I'm a psychotherapist. I blog. I, you know, all the good stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And um, if you want to contact me, details are in the description. Find me on YouTube. Find me on Insta. Find me on TikTok. Facebook. Or go directly to my website, www.desireeshaw.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye for now. Mental health works. We're on a mission.